Wells Hackathon. Wells Hackathon reporting live to you. This is your favorite Wells Hacker, Dr. O. I'm so excited to be speaking to you today, just thinking about a few things. And I'm writing a new book, and it's entitled The Do's and Don'ts of Being a Millionaire. That's not the full title because I don't want people taking my little title, but that's pretty much what the book is about. Anyway, so this podcast is going to feature some of that information, obviously not exact things that are in the book, but definitely the mindset and the mentality behind uh, why I even decided to write it. So I did a post uh, where I was really trying to just simply explain that when you have a, it's, it's called risk return spectrum okay so it's called risk return spectrum you can research that google that that'll help your financial quotient and help you in your financial literacy journey but that is pretty much as an investor okay um that is pretty much what i'm learning this is after the fact i didn't even know what it was i didn't know the title and definition and all of that until recently but i know what i've been doing as far as application of the sentiments right And so I didn't find out what it was until after I had started doing it. I'm not saying that that's the right way. I'm just being honest and transparent. The point in what I'm saying is your risk tolerance, your risk intelligence, your risk quotient is pretty much how you can start to regulate where you stand in your millionarity. So for me, especially being a founder, especially, you know, first-generation millionaire, the mindset and mentality, the decision-making process, the way and the how and the what and the why and all that stuff, the answering of the questions on being a millionaire was very, very, very impactful to creating and manifesting the actual tangible assets and money, right? In that, mindset is a huge aspect of where you are in your financial journey, your wealth journey, and becoming a millionaire, right? And so when it comes to, um, I'm so sorry, y'all hear me digging, I'm popping Pringles. Anyway, um, when it comes to mindset, what I posted was I risked $30,000. I risked it in cryptocurrency to be exact. And I took $30,000 and I purchased XRP, which tanked because of a lawsuit. I purchased Ethereum, ETH, and I purchased Bitcoin, BTC, okay? I took $30,000 and I put it inside of those cryptocurrencies, 30000 total, okay? On one... One of them alone, which was, I'll just use Bitcoin. My reward on one of them alone from the 30000 was 60 thousand dollars. That's on top of what I invested, by the way, okay? So now you're at, on one, so just use all three. You're at six figures from... A five-figure investment. And that one extra figure is a lot. Ask somebody who went from 
four to five, from five to six, from six to seven, from seven to eight, from eight to nine. Ask somebody. It's a different situation. But regardless of what I invested in, which is very important, it was the process of understanding and overstanding my own personal risk return spectrum. My billionaire, multi-millionaire business partners and clients invested way more than that. They're in the tens and twenties and thirties of millions of dollars on their return because they put in a greater risk for a longer period of time. So I posted the information, moreover, just trying to get people to research risk return spectrum, and I gave them the information and context behind why I wanted them to research that, because we're always teaching. And one of the comments was, as soon as I get basically as much money as you have, then I'll do this, this, and this. No, you won't. No, you won't. And and the, the comment really, really opened my eyes up to why the rich get richer, why people remain stagnant, why people don't really reach their goals when it comes to their finances or getting into a higher spectrum and level into where they want to be as far as a millionaire or whatever social economic status that they want to hold. So I commented, well, replied to the comment because I didn't like it. And I'm like, no, you're not finna soon as nothing on none of my posts. You either do it now or never. There's no later. And I just did an event on January the 11th called Seven Strategies to Seven Figures. And it came with an ebook. And there's a section in the book where there is no later. It's now or never. Nowing plus knowing is a dynamic for authority and power in your life. There is no later. There is no when I, if I, none of that stuff. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. Nobody did that to make you alive today. Your birth was predicated on perfect timing. Things working together in the now. There was a moment of nowness that created your very life force of who you are and what you are today, whether you like it or you don't, whether you're happy or you're sad, no matter what you're feeling or what you're going through, no matter circumstantially and situationally, who you are, there was a now moment where now two entities became one and created the you. There was a now moment. So don't get in life and start talking about when. When is always now. When you're winning, Whether it's W-H-E-N-N-I-N-G or W-I-N-N-I-N-G, regardless, when you're winning, you're in and operating off the power of now. There is no when I, if I, as soon as. None of that's working in your favor. And we want total favor. I woke up thinking about miracles, just really contemplating miracles today. And I'm like, in order for miracles to happen, miracles are is so many elements, don't get me wrong, like there's a lot of ingredients to it. But one thing I know is miracles are breathed upon the now. And that 
particular moment and that particular instant and that perfect time and that and that now wing here comes the thing or things that were needed and necessary for something to become next level and I just want you to have miraculous finances miraculous money miraculous wealth and I want you to use the foundational principles and the foundational truth of the now in the law of attraction when you really go through it and learn about it or any of the universal laws period one important factor is you get what you feel about you can think about something all day you can talk about it all year you can want it all season you can hope for it all decade but until you actually feel like you already have it and you truly already in the now moment it's a reality for you you constantly wanting things as if they're not yours or needing things as if you don't have them puts you in a very very offsetting position and a very much so declining um, circumstantial mentality away from the very thing that you're trying to get Wanting it is a problem. Needing it is a problem. Hoping for it is a problem. Seeing it as something in your future or down the line or later on is a problem. So what do you do and how do you create wealth hacks to bring that which you want, need, hope for, wish for, desire, and all that fun stuff? How do you bring that to you in your now? Well, you have to claim within yourself where you are in the story where you are in your journey and you get what you feel about so if you feel like you don't have it you're going to get more feelings of I don't have it and your situations and reality and circumstances and the physical manifested life are going to be able to confirm affirm and reconstruct you wanting it you don't keep wanting the key and I like when Oprah speaks about vision boards you'll have to google that I don't even know where it came from. I just saw a post or something. And I remember her saying specifically about vision boards and that how she used to, you know, envision things. But then she got to a space and place in her life where she just realized that she had it. And she was able to utilize, like, interpersonal manifestation power to know that she already had what it was that she was waiting to come. And I don't know how she says it, you know, you'll have to research and hear it from her directly, but how I'll paraphrase it, or what I got out of it was, stop wanting stuff, stop needing stuff, stop desiring stuff, and instead, in place of wanting, desiring, and needing, and all of that stuff, just begin to make it happen, begin to put yourself in environments where it is happening, begin to center yourself around people that are already doing it began to be thinking about the the feelings and how you feel I always just say something to the effect of um always just act like you already have it it's not fake it till you make it really make it you don't have to fake it you can really be making it you're just gonna have to have like I like what Will Smith says 
You're going to have to have a diverse plan A. There's no such thing as plan B. Just have a very diverse plan A. And when you're dealing in the realm of wealth and abundance, there's a lot of diversity. That's why when I see racism, discrimination, prejudice, um, basic blatant evil and ignorance, when I see that kind of stuff, that's not wealth. That's not abundance. That's a bunch of lack, poverty, fear, and every negative word on the other side of the spectrum, right? What we're looking for is things on the living side of the spectrum, the abundant side of the spectrum, the positive side of the spectrum. I've never seen so many negative people. I didn't even realize people were so extremely negative. And I'm thinking, oh, they're mentally ill. They're emotionally distraught. Oh, they're stressed out. Oh, they're in pain. Oh, they're in trauma. Oh, these people have mental disorders. I'm thinking like that. But then I had a conversation with my sister one day, and I'm like, this is just evil. Total evil, literally, E-V-I-L, spelled the other direction. It's L-I-V-E. Now I want to L-I-V-E, because that's what I'm here to do. And while I'm L-I-V-E-ing, I don't need evil participating. So I cancel the spirit of evil and replace it with the principles of miracles. I don't want evil in my life. I want miracles in my life. I want miraculous things happening in my life. Okay, so then that's my want. That's my need. That's my desire, right? And so what you do is you flip that energy to say, I am a miracle. I have tons of miracles. I was born a miracle. I'm a miracle maker. The things that I experience are miraculous. My life is miraculous. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying it now. Versus saying, I wish I had miracles. I really need a miracle right now. Uh Uh-uh. I am a miracle. I am miraculous. My life rewards itself through miracles. Miracles are constantly manifesting in my life. That's how you now. That's how you get away from hope, desire, want, need, as if, when, and all that fun stuff. When is now then just say it now so it is not faking it till you make it it is really making it and while you have to go through a system and a process to really make it you be willing to do that on repeat a lot with a lot of people or anybody in your life if you got two people you have one person if you have no person it's just you by yourself, you're lonesome, which I think is impossible, but if that's the case, you need to be doing it a lot. So that's the power of miraculous money. That's the power of miraculous thinking. That's the power of miraculous processing. It's because you are saying it in the now. So if somebody calls you a liar, so you know what somebody could say? You can walk around here faking it till you make it drive the best cars, go crazy in debt, trying to get all the best stuff, clothes and houses and stuff like that, and all the material possessions, which don't matter. And you can get all that stuff and go broke trying to have all that stuff or maintain all that stuff, right? Because you want it or need it or desire it or whatever, whatever your thing is around that. And to me, that's faking it until you make it because there's no need for all that stuff. You don't need all that stuff to prove anything to anyone for any reason, not even yourself. But instead of faking it until you make it and really making it, someone could call you a liar if you tell them, oh, you know, you're renting a car. It's not your BMW or your 
Bugatti or whatever whatever type of car you like. It's not your car. You rent it. That's faking it until you make it. Why don't you really just make it? And a way for you to own cars, a well pack for you, is buying the stock in that vehicle. I promise you guys, listen, what I'm about to say is not necessarily positive or negative. Some people may see it as, as one or the other, but it's not. Uh, it had to have been November, October, something like that, 2020. It had to have been around that time frame, maybe even September, I don't know. Anyway, I purchased some stock in a vehicle that I'll never buy. I will never buy the car. I don't like the car. I don't want the car. I think it's neat, but it's not my type. And I, I heard and saw and researched after I heard and saw that the stock was going to be valuable. So I bought it. Lots of it. A thousand shares. And that's a lot, by the way. And <laughs> I bought a thousand shares of the stock at different price points, mind you. I think it was like $6, $8, and $10. Because it was going up, and it was increasing in value, and I just bought each increase. And I have a 1,000 shares of this stuff, and it tanks for a long, long time. Like, from the moment that I bought it, and as it was increasing is the moment that it declined and it stayed declined. So I'm down $5,000 at this point, negative. In the red, blood, blood, blood. That's a red market in the stock market because everything's red. So I'm, 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 I'm teed off and, I, and I'm listening to Warren Buffett. I can hear his voice say, you don't lose unless you sell. Our whole time is forever. And I'm like, that's for him. You know what I mean? Like, he's a billionaire. He can do that. That ain't for me. I'm so upset. I feel like I've made a bad decision. I feel stupid. I'm angry. Why didn't I sell? Why didn't I this? Why didn't I that? Lord have mercy. When is it going to get better? When is it going to get better? <sighs> And the love of my life, my soulmate, he texts me, and he's like, um, his son had told him, hey, the stock is, you know, it's starting to do something. And I'm like, I'm so bitter. Matter of fact, I can read the text. Let me pull it up. I can read it to you, because I want you to get this, because this is the reality. This is for real, for real, for real. All right. So he said, uh, hold on, I just want to make sure I word this correctly. He said, Caleb said solo is up. And this is my response. Just, because I'm so bitter. And I'm upset. Because I have a thousand shares and I'm in the red, yo. Like for a long period of time. It's not like I'm in the red for a couple of days or weeks. I'm talking about like months, right? And this is what I said. So he texts me to let me know, like, hey, Caleb said solo is up. My response was, it's always up and down. I will wait until May flowers before I even care. Blah, blah, blah. Remember, we know that winning is now. When is now? Why in the hell am I speaking about May when right now to 
today is the day. But I didn't I didn't go look at it because I'm so mad at it. I'm not even watching it anymore. <laughs> I could care less. All I know is I'm going to wait till May because things going to get better in May. And he texted me that. In that moment, I had an opportunity to really see the value of what it was to be an investor. Always talking about being an investor. Threatening people's lives to invest. Making sure everybody's an investor around me. Promising to help and assist and support 2,021 millionaires in 2021. And 2,020 millionaires are investors in 2020. And, you know, all this stuff that sounds cute. And right there in that moment, I'm so bitter and so nasty about my situation because I'm not happy about this decision that I made. And something tells me to actually go look at the actual stock. And I look and I'm like, oh, wow, this was the reason why I bought it in the first place. Like, it's kicking butt. You talk about all green, just amazing, powerful the accounts are back on fleek. Everything's wonderful. And I'm thinking, I almost missed an opportunity to celebrate my life as an investor versus my moment of investing. And I almost missed an opportunity to celebrate because I was upset and bitter. And I honestly feel like that happens to a lot of people in a lot of situations, circumstances. And they miss their opportunity. They miss their miracle. Because they're focused on the material. So if you haven't heard anything that I said today, especially in this podcast, especially on some miraculous money, think about your miracle way, way more than you desire, want, and need, or feel that you have to have your material. Your miracle, do you want a a miraculous life or a miracle, a, a material life? Which one's more powerful? Which one's more dynamic? Which one is going to bring you the greatest results, the greatest maximum opportunities, the greatest optimum lifestyle? Miracles or materials? And I prefer miracles any day because I'm telling you, it felt like a miracle <laughs> to see a thousand shares of stock that you purchased that tanked terribly for a long period of time. This is why Warren Buffett said our whole time is forever. This is why Warren Buffett says you only lose when you sell. All that made sense, and it started to come back to me, and that's the only thing I had to go by anyway, because we were losing. The market was bloody. It was a bloodbath. And patience. He also says something about the market is a place where the patient basically win over the impatient or something like that or the money of the impatient is transferred over to the the wealth of the patient or something like that and I remember getting a text message from my sister one time saying thank you for teaching me patience when it comes to this market we have a saying called no weak hands you cannot be weak and I feel like wants and needs and all this stuff weakens weakens you because You're wanting something as if you do not have it. Whereas you shouldn't even be wanting it or desiring it or needing it if you do already have it. And I hate the have and the have not sentiments, but I understand. I hate the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, but it is so very, very true. And these are why. Because there's a difference between miraculous thinking, aka in the now thinking, 
and material thinking, meaning when I get the money, I'll get the such and such. As I get the money, I'll get the such and such. When this happens, when is now? How about you going to get it now? Well, how do you get it now without being a liar? How do you get it now without faking it until you make it? Well, then really make it. One way to help you with that in a hack is fractions. That's why I like the word remnant. A remnant is a piece of the whole. A fraction is a piece of the whole. You don't have to have 14 billion shares of something. Get a hundred or a thousand like I do or a million like I do and then go from there. Start where you are. And having a fraction of something that is great or what we call greater later, having a fraction of it in the now puts you in position. So start fractions, start getting into the fractions of things and the miracle sessions are going to come and make it whole. That's what miracles do. They come and complete some stuff for you. They come and carry you through. Miracles come and they, they, they make you realize and open you up to a different perspective that you didn't have before where you had a fraction of it, but the miracle comes and gives you the whole. The miracle comes and gives you the whole. And you want wholeness in everything that you see, do, feel, experience, and go through. So I just wanted to drop this information off to you. Because I'm thinking about these do's and don'ts of being a millionaire. And you don't want materials. You truly deserve miracles. That's what you do want. And a lot of people are trying to start things. And I had to learn in 2018 that starting things is cool. Um, It's neat, whatever. But stop some things. Stop some stuff. There's some things you need to stop doing that will help you get to your next level and whatever it is you're trying to do. And so I just wanted to put that information out there. I'm so excited. And thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. There are so many uh, wonderful episodes, and um, you can go back through the actual entire series of, of things. And I really admonish you to do that. But regardless of hearing somebody else talking about whatever, you are a miracle. You don't need miracles to make you you. You're the miracle. And then miracles follow the miracle. You know what I'm saying? Miracles follow the miracle. And the miracle is you. You need yourself. You want yourself. You desire yourself. You have yourself. Which is a miracle in and of itself. So you have a miracle. So that's not faking it until you make it. Because guess what? You are a miracle. So you deserve what? More miracles. That's it. I know this has helped you. Wealth is your birthright. Wealth is your super right. And wealth is already in you. I got to say that one more time. Because I don't know if people were signing off and not paying attention. I said, (laughs) wealth is your birthright. Wealth is your super right. And it's already in you. 